U.S. ambassador at risk. The ambassador is in his safe haven. You're not the first responders. You're the last resort. You will wait. None of you have to go. We are the only help they have. Hi, this is uh, Glenn Kaiser with the Dolby Institute, and we are here at uh, on the Paramount lot at the Technicolor post-production facility. Um, this is part of our uh, special focus on uh, Oscar nominees, our podcast series uh, collaboration between Dolby Institute and the Soundworks Collection. And I am really thrilled to be here today talking with the team that did uh, 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi, which is nominated uh, in the Best Sound category this year. Sound Mixing. Best Sound Mixing category. That's absolutely right. Um, so we have a pretty, uh, a pretty august group of gentlemen here. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have to say, I'm a little, uh, I'm, I'm sad to say, um, <clears throat> we, had a, we just had a really amazing conversation before we started rolling the tape about all sort of horror stories from, uh, you know, from movies that we that absolutely can't talk about publicly. But <laughs> absolutely. Um, but we were we were doing a lot of good laughs. Yeah, that so. was fun. That was fun. <laughs> so I, I, I'll, I'll embarrass you guys a little bit. So we have here today Greg Russell. Greg, this is your seventeenth Oscar nomination. That is correct. That is an amazing run. So, and you've worked with. Uh, Michael Bay uh, for the last 20 years Um, I didn't do his first movie uh, Bad Boys in 95 but from The Rock to Armageddon to Pearl Harbor on I've been uh, we've been we've been working together so. so you guys must get along okay well, as long as as good as you can get along with Michael, uh, and uh, but we do, you know, I, I get him, I really do get him, and yeah. I know he knows that, so I think that's where the trust lies. Awesome, yeah. And Gary Summers is with us as well. Um, now, Gary, you you've won four Academy Awards. That's great. Um, I I made some notes here for Private Ryan. Titanic, uh, Jurassic Park, and T2, right? Those, those, those little things. Mm-hmm. And 11 nominations in total, which is just uh, an amazing run. And I'm trying to Jeff, catch Greg. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Jeff Habush. Jeff Habush here, yes. Uh, you've got four nominations. So, my God, what's, uh, that's uh, f- 15, I have 32 nominations between the, between the three of you. That's just, uh, that's amazing. You know, it's uh, we're we're blessed. We've yeah, been, we've been able to play in the sandbox of sound a long time, with some great people and uh, on some really fun, extraordinary films. So I think that uh, plays a big part in that. And it's a huge honor and a nomination. It's just a, one of the biggest honors on the planet. Well, I, I mean, feel. that's I, the, that's the cliche, right? That that you know, you know the the nomination right. is is the honor. But in, in a way, I feel that's true because the nomination is coming from your peers in the sound branch. That's right? that's correct. Yeah. And no. then once once the nomination, then then it's really in the hands of the actors after uh, that. The Seven thousand members of the academy because that they're, they're, the the actors make up the biggest branch. Well, of the they're academy. they're about eleven hundred. Yeah. And right. I, if if we were to actually say that they really did understand the discipline of what it is that we do, it's. You know, that just, you know, would be um, just not a real true statement. You know, in the same way, truthfully, I own the fact that I really don't know 
from makeup and uh, art direction myself. Right. I'm right. voting on categories that I don't really know. So I get it. it, yeah. it it's a, it, it's, it goes around to all categories. Well, my, my, my favorite one is, is, of course, you know, voting on the, the, the film editing Oscar because you don't, you, know, you don't know what happened in that room between the film editor and the director. Sure. You don't know what they had to work with. Sure. The coverage there was. Or, you yeah, know, that's right. I mean, yeah. That's right. That's right. You know, we want to believe that, that with the sound mixing and sound editing nomination, you know, as these years go by, there is just a tiny bit of education that people can start to see and understand and realize. Uh, you know, I think that we've been trying to chip away at letting people understand exactly what's happening in the sound mixing. You, you, you say, well, they still, it doesn't matter. But I think that people in the academy are starting to follow it and starting to understand. And I want to believe that they're going to start nominating or voting for the actual best sounding film right. as opposed to the film that they like the best. Yeah. Well, I think, and we did see uh, in the, uh, this year a couple of pictures that got nominated in one category or the other. So it does feel like, you know, there's a little bit of understanding about Yeah, there's a little mm -hmm. diversity between sound editing and sound mixing. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. That's right. So um, it's pretty rare in, in this day and age as the budgets get tighter and tighter and tighter to have a, a three mixer team. So tell me a little bit about, about the three of you and, and how you work together and how this group came together and, and how, how the process goes. Well, working with Michael um, for quite some time, it was a two-man team, uh, you know, for, for a while. And I believe the last two-man situation was the 2009 Transformer film. And um, beyond that, uh, you know, we just started to get a sense of he comes in in the very last stages of the process, for the most part. He lets us do what we do, and he is reviewing work that we're doing through the through the process at his own home theater, etc. Um, but it's really in the final week of of where we have him on the stage, and he really has come to love uh, uh, all hands on deck kind of approach, where he's going to bark orders fast and rather than have a dialogue guy say hang on a minute let me do this and then I'll go over and do that um, he really does like to look at three guys and their three disciplines and say talk to effects talk to music talk to dialogue and have it immediately change mm -hmm. and I think that he's just uh, we we tried it on that for him uh, he really liked it and it's been that way ever since so who's mixing what uh, Gary's Gary, Gary, Summer, Gary Summers on dialogue. Correct. I've always been uh, sound effects. Uh, Greg, Greg on sound effects and and, and I've Hitz. been the uh, music mixer on these last four or five where he's had the three man crew. And you know what's really nice about it is when we were growing up uh, in in the mixing world, it was always a three man crew. Well, that's right. There was everybody was always very, it used to be stationed. The, it used to be the traditional way to yeah, do absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody stationed their own elements. And they could focus on them and they could sit there and play with them while other guys are rolling. You're sitting there and shaping. And what I noticed about what happened with Michael uh, when he came in and was, as Greg was saying, he said, okay, lower this, lower that. If, if, you, if it didn't just happen, he's like, why aren't you lowering that? And you can't say, well, hold on, i got to switch consoles. i got to switch desks. Right. So we have the formula now when he comes in. We just do exactly what he says and keep rolling. And it happens in an instant. And, and, as, and as long as you give him exactly what he says, he stays happy. He stays yeah. happy. <laughs> it, 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 the, the, the mix stage for Michael, he's always called the mix stage is his happy place. Is that right? um, the and, yes room. You know, cause the it, yes room. Why, really why do you say is, that? Because he gets no's everywhere else. We just like, say yes. Can I change the visual effect? Can we do this? Can we do that? It's always no because it's a huge thing. He right, comes right. in here. And, he and wants a sound change. It's like done. We, we done. change it immediately, and he really, really responds to that. Which is why 
all the more importance on three guys, you know, and, and or three people, uh, politically correct. Um, <laughs> the uh, that we that we can respond really quickly yeah. and make that note go away immediately, and we're moving on. And just a real quick funny story about the three man crew. We we'll be all doing our individual tasks and rolling, and we're working, and we're getting a reel prepared for playback. And then all of a sudden, Michael will walk in and go, show me the reel. Right. And we will just go, okay. You don't say, hey, we're still preparing. We're still doing it. You we go, go, okay. And we roll, and we're recording, and our hands are on the faders, and we're mixing on the fly. Yeah. And it's, I mean, there's some great time. Greg's not prepared for it, and I'm not prepared. And, and we just grab the faders, and we're just going. And... As, you know, nobody stopping. Michael <laughs> also brings a certain relative intensity with him. Let the record show all the guys are kind of nodding there. You know, yeah. you, know, you yeah. have to understand, we get a phone call from Bay Films. Yeah. He's leaving Bay Films. Yeah. We he's get on, a, he's we on get, the road. We get a phone call that he's entering the lot. That he's get, getting out of his car. I he's mean, it's walking. really kind of he's crazy. He's yeah. walking in the building. So we the are. In and Out Burger shows up. We are well prepared. Um, but you know what? And I, sometimes, I guess, and he, sometimes, what you've prepared, what like what he said at Bay Films that he wants to oh, see. Yeah. We have it. It's all like on start mark. Yeah, it's ready. Jittering away. Tight. But and he had, walks in. He goes. He's had yeah. half an hour to think about that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you walk in. It's like no, no, no. Show me real five. I don't want to see this. It's a scramble. Like, is that even? Do we do it or? so so yeah so you know. But it's obviously obviously Michael has a reputation in our business as being a fairly intense individual, and you know he's. Uh, he he's well known for making these big, very complicated, um, often very expensive, uh, just movies that are they're hard to pull off. There's a lot they're of visual really effects, hard, really yeah. complicated, and and I think you know, uh, especially with the Terminators, those movies kind of in our industry have Transformers. Just become, I'm sorry, uh, That's okay. Transformers. <laughs> um, the, the they kind of become you know there are so many great stories in our business because the the deadlines are so intense on those, right. and, and they're they're pushed up against a lot. You know, it's always about you got to hit that release date, and everything's happening. So it makes sense that you guys have to because this is also the last stop before yeah. it goes right. out into Correct. the world. So it, there's a lot of pressure in this environment. Yeah. Can't, can't leave here wrong. It, it, it certainly is. And, and I, uh, again, uh, always, though, commend him on uh, the creative freedom that he gives and extends to both not only us, but to the sound design team. He really does want us to put our best foot forward and, uh, and trust our own instincts, you know, knowing that there will be some things that will clearly shape for him specifically but he kind of likes what we do you know i yeah. mean he, he does and we we being that his own cinematic sensibilities we've been accustomed to for many 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 years uh we know how to get there fast right um but it doesn't it doesn't alleviate the fact that when the movie's changing and pictures picture changes we might have a reel that we're mixing in atmos and there's 238 changes in the reel now, we've had this particular facility have two Atmos stages side by side, final mixing the same reel. Um, while Jeff might be doing a music pass in, on this stage here, I might be doing effects updates or Gary might be sure. doing effects updates uh, you know, on, on the exact same reel um, right next door. So the workflow, um, it, you know, he raises the bar, mm -hmm. let's say, for the absolute extreme, intense, 
you know, uh, how do we get this done? And we and we find a way to do it. But it, it really challenges everybody. It, it it makes everyone have to play at the highest level. Yeah. And uh, and, and truthful truthfully. I am so appreciative of that, you know, just in that I believe I'm the mixer I am today because of being pushed <laughs> because to being, those being, limits. Being, being, yeah, how to figure, the fire with just them. figuring yeah. out with your engineering team, how do we do this? How yeah. are we going to pull this off? Looking at each other and our uh, together as mixers and with the sound designers saying, how are we going to actually get this done? Yeah, how do we and then we do. Yeah. Um, and so Sleeping over, spending the night. Going twenty hours a day. You know, I mean, he, he, you guys tend to work some pretty long hours on a Michael Bay mix, right? You know, because again, it's the deadlines, and you have right. to. But you know, I I have a blast. We all have a blast. It's a lot of fun. Michael's a great guy with a great ear, and I I personally really get a, have a great time working with him. When he comes in, I love that energy well, that look, he brings into the stage. It, it, it's a, it's a great testament to you guys that that there's so much stability in the sound team. I mean, certainly, <clears throat> we we all know you know directors who have reputations in our business for being very demanding who who tend to work with a new team every time they make a movie and so um it's i, I think it's not it, the case for michael that's and right, i and that's i right. and i really do appreciate that loyalty um through the years i i i can't express enough that 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 means a lot and uh and and we all together because this really is a we deal i mean yeah, Ethan the, the, Vandren, when you, when you think of the, the collaboration that goes yeah. into any film for that matter but when a film is as complicated as as most all of his um it requires everybody to band together yeah. you know and really work together to get it done and uh and, and we've done that successfully so yeah. um and uh music department alex gibson a great right. editor he uh, just he he's a manager he manages michael's score and songs and What's happening? And you know, put a new cue here. I hate that cue. Let's get something new. Let's see. Let's tear this apart. And Alex is a master at that. And uh, and, and and you have to be able to take. This is crap. That's yeah. crap. You don't what get is that. that. Is that the best you can do? Yeah, that's a bad. I mean, you'll say that to Alex. <laughs> is that the best goddamn music cue the, the, we can have for this moment? Yeah. This sucks. Yeah. I mean, and and I love the fact that we all know. Don't take it personal. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't take it personal. Just look and go. Let me see what I let's, can do. Let's make it better. Let's see if we can make well, it. Well, and you also have to know he's that. He's not like, mean. Michael's not no, mean no, about like, it. Like some other directors we may have well, worked with before, right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but you he's also got to know, like, at some point, it, it's going to come uh, around to you, right? You know? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I actually, um, I'm uh, being the point person on this deal. Uh, for the most part, it's if, if it goes wrong, my phone explodes, yeah. <laughs> and um, I get the text messages and my, you know, and. And it, it can be tough, but again, it's like Michael. We'll we'll, we'll change it. We'll yeah. make it. We'll make it right. Sure. You know that's all there is to it. That's all he wants to know. Yeah. He wants to vent whatever it is that he's not happy with, and I just reassure him, no matter what it takes, we'll make it right. Well, and with him, it's not just he's not just venting just because he's an unhappy, unpleasant person. It's like he's he has a clear vision mm. of what he wants Absolutely. you to. No yeah. question about that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, so let's let's let's. Specific. Let's to. let's dive in a little bit and talk about this movie. Thirteen hours. Sure. Because um, <clears throat> uh, you know, for a Michael Bay film, this was actually a, a lower budget picture. Correct. So, uh, for those of you who who uh, may not have seen the film yet, um, this is uh, it's called uh, Thirteen Hours: The Secret uh, Story of the of uh, the, the Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Correct. And it's a really intense film about 
you know, the, the infamous uh, embassy uh, siege in Benghazi. Um, and, um, uh, and, and for Michael, it's a, it's a lower budget uh, film. And it's kind of contained. It's really, it happens in one of the two compounds in, in Libya. <clears throat> and, and just a shout out to the production design and the, the picture editorial teams. Like, I, I never was lost. I mean, I always knew exactly where I was. RPG! Ah! Incoming! Oh, shit! Go, go, go! Get cover! Get cover! Move right! Move right! Move right! Move right! Left! By the trees! Tied to the right! Move, move, move! Tonto, move! Go, go! Hustle! Uh, I'm curious kind of how you guys worked on that as well to kind of make sure that the audience, you know, it's, it's complicated because things are happening in different... And, and yeah, it's very tricky. The geography ways. of it, yeah. They yeah. were only, what is it, about a mile apart? In right. The, so it was a really small... And then the, the four thing. buildings within the CIA right. compound, right. which were buildings A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Pietro... Scalia is is a first class, first rate Oscar winning. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, yes, and, yes. And you know he did a phenomenal job, not only in pacing of this film in terms of the intensity of the battle sequences and the each wave, but creating those moments of reflection of of what they're really dealing with and and and, and that retro press, uh, uh, just that. Re- that, that calm before the storm, as it were, to create those hills and valleys mm-hmm. so that it wasn't just a... Com- a, a and and the, it was very... Uh, the it disarray. wasn't confusing. It was all, very yeah. confusing uh, yeah. in that you didn't know who were the friendlies yeah. in, in terms That's of who true. were working with them and who <clears throat> right. were against them. Right. And so Trip they wanted... 17. And that, that tension mm-hmm. of not knowing who was who was a part of what played yeah, so right. well in this film, and I really do attribute uh, um, a, a lot of that to Pietro's great work. So, uh, you know, this film was also it was very educational. I I, I knew on, on September 11th, 2012, I knew that this happened, right? But I didn't really know the details. And yes. Some people followed it and were you know following it all the way through when it was going on. I didn't until yeah. I saw this movie, 13 Hours. That's right. And I That's learned right. about these uh, CIA, um, you know, the the guys, these the contractors who were basically doing the, the security. The contractors work. were right. there to protect the CIA. Right. And then when the uh, embassy, which was semi- I abandoned the ambassador was there bad guys got in there and they end up killing him right. and the CIA they were ready to go fight and these are ex-navy seals ex-rangers they're ready to go anytime they've right. got all their weapons and all, they're as badass as you can be and 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 these guys were portrayed on the screen uh, perfectly according to the guys that really were there really because they were consultants yeah, and yeah, they said yeah. that's what happened and when I was watching it I felt that's exactly what happened. I was, I was educated of, yeah. by this and, and that brings me to the real true focus of Michael's vision of the movie, which was to be true to their story. Right. He did not want this to be Hollywood right. up. He wanted to be, uh, to be authentic to, their, to, the, to the book, to their, to their story. And, uh, and he wanted the sound to be, to reflect that as well. You know, obviously the intensity and the dynamics of, uh, of 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 the situation, um, but it's also really personal. Too. Also, it, it yeah. really was. He yeah. wanted these guys because these aren't made up characters. These yeah, are actually real. He, he, wanted, real guys. Guys. he yeah. wanted to honor these uh, incredibly brave men, 
Um, that, Four people lost their life at the end of it. And, you know, and very and touching so, when you just, you know. But even just the, the the moments in the film that you say about Pietro creating it, but the, you know, where the guy where they're just ready to light the lighter and the guys don't do it. I mean, it just yeah. literally goes down to that guy's face. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. You know, yeah. and don't just do it. He's like, oh, you starts. did it. And just that kind of dynamic to where it really gets personal. You know, you're just down to the guy breathing and stuff like that. It's nice. It's yeah. great. You know, it, it, it really was. Uh, I thought Michael did a phenomenal job. And I, and I have to say the feedback from peers having, after having seen the film um, was outstanding. And mm-hmm. not just about the sound work. Uh, by any means but really the quality of film and, and how much right. they enjoy, how, much, how much they really enjoyed the film <clears throat> you yeah. know this movie had a, a, an opportunity we're sound geeks and we love we live and breathe sound and this uh, movie had so, so many sound opportunities to have big powerful dynamic moments sure and then let everything settle down to just quiet in between the waves and Lauren Balfe who did the score did, a, did, a, did a, just a great job as far as you know where you're at helping the story mm-hmm, mm-hmm. getting some really spooky stuff when the guys are walking through the town and not knowing what's around every corner right. and it all just really merged and melded together uh, very very well I thought yeah well I think I, you know one of the things that really stood out for me you know because the almost like the last hour and a half of the film is basically one one battle sequence after another because yeah. it, it happens and it happens in waves yeah. Correct. but that but that being said I, I was really kind of curious to talk with you guys about 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 maintaining tension because mm-hmm. um, it's really ten- like even before that from almost the beginning of the movie I, you, for me it was just it yeah. was a very tense experience watching right. it um, but uh, you know I want to talk with you about that and, and also about dynamics because of course you also have to like you have to build because that last that last battle sequence when the mortars come yeah. mm-hmm. has to be bigger than what's come before it right. so how do you you know I'm, I'm curious how you guys thread that needle of kind of like maintaining that tension but continuing to build well, I mean, it, it, it's, uh, it's all about shape, and, yeah. and, and the choices that were made were to actually escalate to that final sequence. So there is a build within the, uh, you know, the, the bigger moments. I mean, uh, I just think that the, the quiet between those moments is, is essential. I think that's what causes you know, a lot of you, the tension. You too. know, because, um, you know, it, it never really, it nev- you never release it. You know, it stays kind of just percolating. Um, Doesn't Tonto say but, downtime's the worst? You know, downtime yeah, is the that. worst. That's exactly, right. That's in right. the movie. And, and uh, you know, some of even the atmospheres that the fellas uh, recorded on location, there's these like, you know, little uh, authentic dogs. They're like, yip, yip, well, we, had, we actually had the wrong dogs. Michael says, yeah, that's, those, are, those are American dogs. Get, get, get you, you I need Middle yeah. Eastern dogs. <laughs> and, and so we get Middle Eastern dogs. So they're more a yeah. little yipier. Yeah. They're a little yipier. But that's, that's in, those, in those spaces, in those holes where you hear like the backgrounds the of where these, the, yeah. the atmosphere, the ambience of where these guys are. I think that keeps everything tense. You don't need to keep a music tone or this or that. Just that sort of quiet and, and not knowing what's going to happen next. And, and, and story-wise, that. that's happening as well. I mean, they're up right. on there during the downtime. You know, all of a sudden, all the cars are leaving next door. Yeah. What's going on? What's happening? You know, somebody pulls up with a phone. Should right. we shoot him? Should we not right. shoot him? Yeah. You know, and and that's the tension of, like, we don't know who the good guys, who the bad guys. Are they coming now? Are they coming later? You know, that kind of thing. And so you just have to... And, and, and I thought the performances from these guys, too, the 
Max Martini, who was Oz, um, mm-hmm. Krasinski, who was playing Jack. And Krasinski's fantastic. I, I, I don't know Roan's. Yeah. Roan is one of my favorite actors. I love that guy. Yeah. I don't know his real name and right. you know, his yeah. acting name. I yeah. know him as Roan. Yeah. Uh, and it's sad because he dies in this film. And yeah. uh, But it was just so real and, and, and very... You know, very emotional. They, they really, you could feel these tough guys' emotions. Yeah. And that's always, I love seeing that in movies, you yeah. know. I love feeling what people are feeling on the screen. Yeah. Because I can feel it, and then I'm, in, then I'm engaged. Yeah. And having the whole dimension, too, where they're, you know, Skyping back home to yeah. newborn babies they've had. And I mean, these are real guys. That's right. Yeah. That are putting their, you know, and they even talk about it on the roofies. They're like, what am I doing here? Yeah. You know, my wife here? and my daughter Fighting are back there. That. I don't even know where I am or what I'm, you know. I hate being here, yeah. Yeah. And well, yet and they the, keep going. And one of the things that struck <laughs> me was um, how much restraint they have. You know, oh, you, you talk about that sequence where the car comes by and they're not sure. Yeah, you, right. You, you, there, there, there are all these, there's all these situations where I was sitting there, just like shoot him, shoot him, yeah. shoot him. Right, 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 but right. they, you know, they really. Well, he says, "I don't want anybody going to jail." That's right. <laughs> yeah. So we that's play right. by the rules. That's I right. mean, that's, that's sort of what it's saying. The rules of yeah. engagement, exactly. Mark, get cover! Talk to me a little bit about the music on the film. So, um, did it come in at the last minute? Did you have it to work with beforehand? And is, was there a lot of source? The balance between source and score? On the uh, film? Not a lot of source in this film. This was a, a score that was pretty wide. It was fifteen uh, five O's, uh, uh, LCRs, and. A lot of different sounds, a lot of different flavors and layers, a lot of sounds that uh, Lauren created, and Alex also went in and you know would, would edit certain sequences to to work a different way. And um, you know, it was always interesting. You always need to know what you have in front of you. Sure. And I have a pretty wide spread of audio. You know, so you, when, just to, so it, people it's understand not always your standard, you know, yeah, orchestra and yeah, strings so, so, so. and percussion. A lot of these, you'd have some of these like weird tones and synth and some rumbles and some just different kind of uh, uh, air and different ambient type sounds that are musical Yeah, and that just blend perfectly together and also work with the themes and the score. Right. Uh, a lot of energy in certain sequences. The, 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 the embassy being attacked. Right. It's a 35-minute sequence in this film that just, when it starts, it's just intense. And the music just starts, and this is where you get one of those builds. It has this really cool sort of ethnic feel as you're going in the town and all the bad guys. And again, it's the sounds, and then it needs to have some energies and right. some pressure and some just some emotion in it that starts helping what you're watching. And then when it hits the fan... It just starts getting big with some percussion and some 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 driving um, low strings and yeah. just some full wrap around the room, just fill the theater music that's just driving. Yeah. And you know Michael's always I, I call them hero themes. You know mm-hmm. he's always has this. You know here's the hero theme and the guys are winning and the music will shift and it'll start driving and getting very exciting and keeps the audience going. And I you know I've, I've always loved that about movies. Right. And. Um, I think that Lauren did a great job with the score, capturing a lot of that and then letting it all settle down and then picking up again and creating the tension. The guys are driving. And Michael's like, what do you got in the, what do you have in the score? What do you have there? What's that? I hate that. Take that out. I like that. Raise that. And so you're right. just sort of going through it. And the key is, is knowing what you have in front of you uh, when you're, you know, here just in the, in the trenches, uh, creating the soundtrack 
and not just trying to do it like um, scientifically and like you want to do it with like with flow. emotion. It's yeah. a feel. And, and, it's and, a feel and thing. Mixing. I mean, they, and that's why with the three of us when we're sitting together, we get to. Blend it. You guys are performing a, it together, yeah, right? A film yeah. of this yeah. nature is it's really those it's the, not mechanical. It's a give and take of music and effects. Yeah. There's a lot of effects in in this, you know, and, and and design work and I have to shout out to our our sound design team, uh, Ethan Vanderine and, and uh, Eric Adol and all of these squared's editorial team. They did a phenomenal job yeah. with this movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, we, it, it was bittersweet that they were not acknowledged because Clearly, you know, the palette of, of, of sounds that I get to work with um, in terms of all of these guns and some of these recordings of these guns were so amazing in the, how concussive mm -hmm. they were. And I'm trying to create as much punch and have it tight and articulate. And, you know, the material is, 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 is second to none, and I, I really do appreciate their effort. Uh, but really, that ebb and flow of music to effects, and um, and and obviously we've got the narrative. You know, clear the dialogue. All, you know, it's <laughs> clear like, the dialogue. I, I gotta hear what they're saying, man. I gotta hear what's going Square on. Square hole. You know, yeah. so so there is they're in that shape throughout the course of a two hour plus film that you want it to be interesting and engaging, yeah. intense when it needs to be. Um, but uh, enjoyable to listen to, fun yeah. to yeah. listen. You don't to. want it to hurt, you know, and uh, but you so wanna, you want to feel it. So it's it really. Uh, we're, we were very thrilled with uh, being, you know, getting that uh, that 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 uh, the news that morning uh, that this movie right. got in. It was uh, really a thrill. Well, I want to ask you a couple of questions about Atmos, sure. uh, Dolby Atmos on the on the film, and I, I think when most people think about you know thirteen hours and, and Dolby Atmos, they they probably think okay, we go with the big battle sequences are probably pretty Atmosy with a bunch of objects flying around. But I'm curious, um, you know, how did you use it for music? Uh, were there quiet sequences where the Atmos really helped with the storytelling? Well. Uh, yeah, I mean, certainly uh, war films have its uh, array of bullet buys and <laughs> impacts and so forth. You know, one of the, the the siege on the ambassador's compound. Obviously, he's trapped inside, and the fire that is that's taking over. They light a know. fire to kind of smoke him out. Yeah, right? yeah, and that was part of that was story. And um, so to to be engulfed, and and we had am amazing visuals of fire coming swooping over the right, right over yeah. your head. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was a pretty powerful um, opportunity for Atmos um, within the, the the soundtrack to really put you inside that house. You know, Atmos um, is one of my favorite formats. And the, what Greg's talking about, the big stuff, is always great to envelop you. But one of the things I really like is backgrounds. And one of the things Greg was doing, too, was just taking the BGs and taking a pass and just putting them up in the, in the ceiling, in the dome, mm -hmm. in the room. And you could feel that because it's more of the subtleties of Atmos as what reads sometimes a little bit more. Right. Uh, with music, um, one of the things I'm doing, I've been experimenting with different things. And just one of the formulas is I sort of set up um, like regions in the room of with the panner. I've got the back high, kind of middle high a little bit. And I'll then kind of just uh, bleed some different uh you know, something that sounds cool. Mm -hmm. I'll go, let me bleed that in and let me mm -hmm. feel that and let me just let it live in there. It'll just kind of percolate away up in the, in the tops and pull something back a little bit more. And, um, and you've got the full frequency, the full range frequency surrounds that are all wrapped around you. So you that's get, super important because you, you can actually that. move stuff around yeah. seamlessly. Yeah. Yeah. You get that and you feel it and 
uh, it's a great format. When it, and then you know, getting out in the field, playing it back in a theater that's set up right, it's so right. great to hear it like that. Well, Gary, does that does Atmos help you as well? Because you, the, the, you, you can, they can kind of pull some stuff off the screen and that clears some space for a dialogue, right? Sure. Yeah. Like pretty there was, much put the dialogue up the center, though. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there were two. There were two callouts um, when they were calling out for him, uh, looking for him. Um, uh, we had uh, we we had opportunities that Gary put, um, you know, because they were in the surrounds. Uh, but we figured let's put him up top yeah. so yeah. that he's on the second floor of that house. And I thought that was pretty effective. Yeah. Um, in in uh, two two moments where you really felt the height. That uh, the voice was coming from above you. Yeah. So, yeah. Some instances, just the crowds and groups, of course, sort of wafted around. But yeah, your dialogue. It's, it, 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 it <laughs> <laughs> does the best there. That's right. Keep it right in the middle. Um, I, I was curious about something you guys said before. Uh, did, did you say that you that you guys send mixes over to Michael to play back in his home theater? He actually listens to uh, whether it's five lines. Is that right? Yeah. LRs. Uh, he, well, he, ha he has an Atmos. His theater is all set up full yeah. Atmos. That's amazing. Um, it's a pretty outstanding theater, and it's accurate. I mean, if we listen to our mix. Uh, sounds uh, sounds like the stage. So. so you can actually get notes back from him that you trust because yeah, he, exactly. He sent our engineer Michael Novich over exactly. to the room. Did you? Really? I mean, oh yeah. There, there was a time. There was a time <laughs> we were getting notes on from on stereo <laughs> left on, right on crash stereo downs. crash downs, uh, and it was like whoa 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but now it, and 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 here's the thing, he likes a seamless. Um, he, if he has a, something on his mind, he wants you to know it immediately. So he has, and I don't know what this box is called, but he's had it in his picture editorial scenario um, forever. So it's, it's, a, it's a screen, it's a monitor. He can hit a button, and he is live inside that editing behind room. Behind us, with we got a screen. Oh, they bring him. They bring they in bring a screen him, uh, behind. Now, now and we hear our doo, last doo, doo, movie, and he's there. Our Are you serious? Our last from Miami. Movie, Wherever, movie, wherever he happens he to be in the world, here for us. Yep. And uh, and at any moment you could he could be there mm -hmm. and and he has scramble. Something. And then the weird part <laughs> is the camera would be facing the theater, the the, the screen, screen, and he could see it. He said, "Hey, there, roll down. Let me hear. Roll down. I want to show you something." And so he'll be looking at the screen, pointing out something that he wants to make sure that we know he needs something in that specific shot. So uh, again. You know, he really That's does. Great. If he's got an idea, he wants you to know about it immediately. And that system that he has, it can be a little terrifying <laughs> um, <laughs> at any given moment. No, we'll, Mike, we'll be Michael sitting out there eating. You hear, it's like, we got to be in the chairs before he uh, comes on screen. <laughs> but uh, that is, that is too but again, it's, it's really, he knows no matter what he asks of us, um, it will deliver it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't. Uh, you know, there are there are no no's in our book, um, and we'll figure out a way to make it and the, get the, it done. Yeah, the, yeah. the, yes, the room. yes room. I love that. Yeah, we we are the yes room. <laughs> That's correct. You know, the only other thing I just need to say uh, is that um, our our mix tech Drew Webster um, is is probably our most valuable player on our team. This, the the the, you know, uh, this, the the secret the secret member of your team. Correct. Yeah. And uh, you know, as much as I you know, we get to sit here with you and uh, take credit for and be responsible for, 
we none of none of which we can do without Drew. And uh, from here, making here. sure making sure the console <laughs> is set up correctly, um, the interface and in at, with Atmos when we're in that mode, um, all of our playback machines, all of the software that we're running, everything that we're doing. <laughs> if he's not here to make sure we're right. Um, uh, it doesn't get done. Yeah. So, uh, and he really is a very he co-pilot. He, he is the mm -hmm. best I've ever worked with mm -hmm. um, in this capacity, and he is a true star. <laughs> and uh, I just need to go on record to say <laughs> thank you, Drew, for all that you do. Thanks, for us. Drew. Drew, uh, thank you. Because without you, none of this stuff gets done. Well, it's really and if you I mean, think about the amount of technology that you have. These are technical things. It's, it's unbelievable. The console, all the you know everything running inside Pro Tools. Every Everything, you know, the Pro Tools are all running. I mean, right. everything. And anything can go offline. Anything yeah. can not at any moment. And with stuff that's, you know, mayhem happening, you know. I mean, it's just amazing. You will go, there's a click at 38 feet. I'm like, how right. did he hear that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. But it's I, so <laughs> but I, I've, and, and being that there are so many changes and the things that the conforming, crunch, the oh crunch that happens yeah. at the end of the process anything can fall through the cracks and, we, right. and it never does because of people you like Drew. Because you mm -hmm. got a tech team behind Because we have a, an amazing support team behind us. That's both editorial. from an editorial yeah. standpoint. I think Brandon Jones worked uh, on this, uh, did a great job. Uh, uh, Tim Walston Tim. Uh, did a phenomenal job uh, working uh, with uh, the E Squared team. So, you know, it's, it's just all of these people worked so hard and uh, and and that's why you know it, it, it gets done uh, at you know uh, at the, with the quality yeah that, that and from doing these they, it's almost like a system has been developed you know how to make sure that something doesn't fall through the cracks you know yeah, yeah. No, not just for, not just on my, not just on Michael's films but. correct yeah. so but you guys have you know you've been doing Michael's films for so long I'm I'm kind of curious has his style changed have the mixes changed uh, over over the years that you've been working with him well, certainly thirteen hours was a different thirteen type hours of was film. a was definitely a, a change for it's a different him. I mean, kind and, of and it was different yeah. than Pearl Harbor you and know had a you know um, yeah. but you know look there there are places where he really loves what music does for his movie and then there's times he wants to be gritty. Boots on the ground, which is a a lot of this movie had uh, quite a bit of that as well. So, um, uh, but I just think you know he says you know his greatest note for us make it cooler. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> make it cooler. What does what does that mean? Make you it know, cooler. Well, that's exactly <laughs> right. You know, we, we we go to Play our cool and buttons, <laughs> and uh, but you know what? I, we we kind of know. We kind of yeah. know. Go, like you know, going back to his films, I've been a fan my whole life. And, and I say it to Greg, I go, there's cool shit. That's cool shit on the screen. Yeah, Am I yeah, allowed yeah. to say that? Of course you I, can. There's cool stuff on the screen. It's, it's, it's a podcast. You can say it if anyone. And then, you know, from the cars and the, and the colors and the, and, the, and the girls and the just everything that you're seeing you know, is I'll, cool. I'll it's be, cool. So I get what he says when he I'll, says. I, and cool I'll be pre-dubbing. I'll be pre-dubbing and going through a sequence, and I'm breaking down that sequence. And I'm in awe of what he's done visually. Mm -hmm. oh. He is an absolute brilliant visual director in yeah. an it, it's incredible his what, shots are what, amazing it's incredible and so i'll call him up you know and and i'll just say how do you even think of stuff like this yeah. you know this is so amazing and uh he responds to that because you know he, he's excited that i'm excited 
about what he's done because what it allows us to do. Yeah. Because, you know, we are an extension of all that he thinks of in his head and puts on that screen. And he gives you guys room in real estate to do some interesting track yeah, work. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I remember when we were doing the transfer with the with the big, uh, like, worm metal guy that comes out of the Grenies and he yeah. strangles the building. Yeah, I remember right. when you were pre we were looking at this, like, oh, my God. God. I mean, how do you, <laughs> you know, and, and, that was a, and that was a shot that I, I apparently that sequence maxed out ILM's uh, horsepower. <laughs> their their, render, their render, rendering power. Yeah. rendering this, it was like it. They had never exceeded what this was, and it <laughs> crashed. And and he loves to the, to know that you know he broke the he, system. He broke that he broke ILM. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I I admire um, his his visionary uh, abilities and. Uh, um, and it, like I said, he raises the bar for us each and every movie, and this movie was certainly no exception, you know. And we're thrilled that the audience comes out to see it also. They come out yeah. to see this cool stuff on the screen yeah. and hear this cool stuff also. Yeah, well, yeah, because these movies need to be experienced in a theater. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. With a, with a, well, with a great he's the one director system. that has always gone on record saying that sound is 50% of the experience of his films. Right. So, therefore, you know, the... Uh, uh, Don't watch it on your phone. Yeah. Correct. You know, I mean, it, it's it's critical. Sound is critical to him. Yeah. In every in every way uh, possible, from mm. music to dialogue to all the sound effects and design. So we're 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 proud to be a part of his team. Well, that's fantastic. I think that's a great way to wrap it up. Um, you guys, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, talk to us about thirteen Thanks for hours. Coming. No, thank you. Absolutely, Gary, uh, Jeff, Greg. You know awesome work congratulations on the nomination thank, thank you. you thank you so much uh, and cross fingers for you guys yeah thank you. appreciate that <laughs> all right thanks for coming thanks. down you bet <laughs>